Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Who the hell are you? A remnant of the time long past. There has been an awakening. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Have you felt it? You hate me, don't you? Lighten up. Come on. It took me weeks to get tickets for this show. It's Shway. It's Schwarbage. Yeah, well, I am actually the Schwarbage part of the show. The the good part of the show is sitting right next to me, and that is... Jimmy! I got one name! Jimmy! She seems nice. You don't. That's true. I'm not the nice one. I'm the Schwarbage one. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome to the Riley and Kimmy show. And if you know what Schwarbage is and where that's from... Uh, you will have something of enjoyment with episode 396 of the Riley and Kimmy show. We're going to talk about something we always talk about, and that is nerd stuff, geek stuff, freak stuff, science fiction, horror, comic book, all combined and thrown together. Matter of fact, even collectibles. That's right, Kimmy. We're going to get them all put together right here on this episode. Okay. Can you believe that? All right. Well, you should because every single one of them, all 395 before, that's what we did, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you are looking down at your feet for some reason. What is going on? Nothing. Are you sure? They're still there. Okay. The, the clown feet are with us, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. reason I say that is Kimmy has very big feet. Do you not? Yes. You are, <laughs> You might look like the bionic woman, but you have the feet of Bigfoot. Thank you. I'm teasing you, but you do have big feet. Mm. Yes, you do. That's the part of being an Amazon. You know, I bet nobody thinks about that with uh, Wonder Woman. I bet she really has big feet when you think about it, right? Mm, I suppose. Well, she has to, you know. Grounds are there when she's doing all those battles and everything. Yeah. All right. Well, on 396, as I said, we're going to be talking about some wide uh, range of nerd things. And one of the things we also are going to be talking about is how you can help make a film. Make a film. That's right, Kimmy. You can help make a superhero film. We'll have details about that before the conclusion here of episode 396. Now, according to comicbook.com, if you are a fan of The Walking Dead, you will want to pay attention to Google. The cast of AMC's The Walking Dead will be conducting a Google Hangout coming up on Tuesday, February 3rd, which will give fans a chance to ask questions. Hmm. So you can ask away. But to be considered... To have your question featured in the Hangout, you will have to fill out a survey. And we have a link to that survey right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Now, you must fill it out with the same computer you plan to use for the actual Hangout. Okay. And the Hangout will take place at noon Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday. That is February 3rd. But they have not released, as we record this and make this available, the final URL for it. Mm. So we have what links... We'll give you some more information right now on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Now, speaking of The Walking Dead, Kimmy, I know of a place. I know of a place that a cast member of The Walking Dead will be. As a matter of fact, it's going to be in Florida less than a week away. I am so excited for this. It's going to be in Jacksonville, Florida at an event called Retro Rama Hop Culture Collectible Show. Mm-hmm. And you have some information about this Walking Dead member who will be at this event 
in Jacksonville, Florida. What, that that what, would be Lou Temple. Lou Temple, who played Axel mm-hmm. on The Walking Dead. Yes, that is correct. He will be there at the Ramada Conference Center on Hartley Road in Jacksonville, Sunday, February 8th. And it'll be at the Retorama Pop Culture Collectible Show from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Might be five. Or five. Yeah, somewhere around in there. Yeah. Now, you actually have a card that says four, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just say somewhere around four to five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be all kinds of other celebrities there, too, based on the world of horror. We might be able to see some uh, classic horror actresses, correct? Mm-hmm. Veronica Carlson and Susanna Lee, who are the horror, hammer horror queens. All right. That's from the Christopher Lee days and also the Peter Cushing days. Mm-hmm. And also um, Arch Hall Jr. Oh, somebody who has done a lot of acting back in the 60s. Uh, matter of fact, even uh, had a pop group. You know, he's multi-talented. Mm. Yes. And a pilot and an author. And he flew jets and wrote a wrote a book, a uh, piece of fiction about uh, smuggling. Uh-huh. A smuggling adventure. Mm. So you can be able to find out more about that and talk to him about, you know, what was it like back in the 60s? You know, yeah. and, and, and did you hang out with any starlets? And whom? Uh-huh. You know, did you cause any problems? What yeah. happened? Mm-hmm. How many takes did you have to do to do this or that? that I bet he's got tons of things. Oh, yeah. You don't want to... Uh, I, I'm going to... No, I'm going to write this one down. There is a question here. I'm going to write it right here so you can see it, Kimmy. And I'm going to share... If I get a chance to talk mm-hmm. to him, this is a question I'm going to ask him. All right? Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm going to put a circle around because I got a lot of notes on this. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm boxing it here for you. This is the question I'm going to ask. Okay. What do you think? Huh. What do you think? Okay. Could you read my handwriting? I do write like a caveman. Uh, I think I did. Now, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The classic person there. Mm-hmm. An icon of the 50s and 60s. I'm curious if he knew this icon. Mm-hmm. And if I get a chance to talk to him, you'll be able to find it on the podcast. Uh, because we're going to be recording right at the event at Retro-Rama. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things uh, we have going on. We have a table. We've been invited by the great, the great individuals putting on this show. They invited the Riley and Kimmy show. We have a table there. Stop on by if you're in Jacksonville on February 8th, and I hope you are. Now, if you're a friend of mine, you have no excuse. You have no excuse of not being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my fellow cosplaying buddies, you better be there. I know of at least two that are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Two of them. And by the way, if you are a cosplayer or just a person that likes to put on a costume, makeup, and have some fun, you are welcomed. And matter of fact, you could win something because there is a cosplay contest going on there. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to be a smart kind of individual, and what nerd isn't smart? Come on, right? Mm-hmm. You know, nerds are smart. It's right. just a gimme, right? Yeah. You got a chance to win with a trivia contest as well. Cool. Yes, that's right. As part of the new event schedule for the February 8th Retro-Rama Collectible Show, Mickey Copa of Live Prize Trivia of Jacksonville will be hosting something they like to call the Great Pop Culture Trivia Showdown. Test your geek knowledge against your peers in a no-holds-barred trivia tournament. Winners will receive $150 in prizes, so bring your skills to the table and may the best nerd win. And what's better than a VIP admission to Retro-Rama Collectibles on Sunday, February 8th? How about a VIP admission at up to 54% off? You heard right. Order through Groupon, and you can save big. You will also get into the show one hour earlier to hunt. That's what I call it, but others call it pick. 
Yes, you can go to those tables and see what people have, like lunchboxes, Migos. What are some of the other things you might find? Oh, Barbies, G.I. Joes, um, comics, dolls, vintage toys, Star Wars stuff, TV and movie memorabilia, posters. Plenty of things. Disney stuff. Oh, man, you're just naming everything I like. I know. Man, I'm going to need a semi-truck to go to this show. I know. I, I In a forklift. Mm-hmm. Boy, it, it's going to be something. And if you like all those things we mentioned and maybe more, head to this big event. We got more information right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And if somebody in your household, maybe yourself or a friend you know likes the Wizard of Oz, you will want to go there because they have Ron Baxley Jr. there, who I, I'm just going to call an Oz expert. He's an author of 23 years. And he has been a published Oz author for 16 years since an early edition of his The Talking City of Oz. We have a list of his entire, you know, books. He's got tons of them. Mm-hmm. Oz, Wonderland books. And he knows about Oz. And also, Mr. Potato Head. You want to talk mm-hmm. about Mr. Potato Head with somebody? I've seen, you know, uh, Ron and I follow each other on social media. And he has posted some of the pictures of the Mr. Potato Heads that he has in his collection. Hmm. You know, the... Item you will not allow me to bring into the Batcave. You banned me from Mr. Potato Head. Did you have some issue as a child with Mr. Potato Head? No. Did you have Mr. Carrot Head? No. Do you know what Mr. Carrot Head was? No. It was a friend of Mr. Potato Head. Did you have a Mrs. Potato Head? No. Now, what kind of... You you, you had neither. I had a Mr. Potato Head. Now, did you have the... You know, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Retooled Mr. Potato Head. Or did you have the one where you actually went... The, the what kind? Classic. Okay, well, there's one before the classic I think you're referring to. Do you realize that? The original one, you would go out, and I'm not kidding here, you would buy the box and it'd have like, you know, the eyes and things like that, but they didn't have the body. You actually mm-hmm. used a potato. Okay. No, not that. <laughs> you had the, the one that looks like in Toy Story. Yeah. That's the kind you... And that's probably the one you really consider as Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. And there was actually, I'm not kidding, a Mr. Carrot, can't remember what it was called, as well. Okay. See what... You know, you would know these things if you allowed it in the Batcave. If you did not have a Mr. Potato Head ban. I think there were some issues. Did that Potato Head talk to you when you were a child and it say some things? No. Okay, well, I'm just checking. I don't know why you don't like Mr. Potato Head. There's got to be a reason why you don't like Mr. Potato Head, but I know you don't like Mr. Potato Head. I don't have anything personal against him. Well, I hope you don't, Kimmy. I really hope you don't. I, I, I really do. Anyhow, I will be talking about Mr. Potato Head to Ron Baxley Jr. And also about Wizard of Oz. And Kimmy has no issues with Wizard of Oz. If you like Wizard of Oz, be sure to check out this event. That's Retro-Rama Pop Culture Collectibles in Jacksonville, Florida. February 8th is the date. Hey, let's make it a date. We want to see you. Swing on by. Find out more information about it. Go right to our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. And right now, let's talk about one of my favorite cartoons of all time, Kimmy. You're Batman. I was Batman. Do you know what cartoon that is? Batman. Well, yeah, it's Batman Beyond, and I love Batman Beyond. And it's kind of, you know, some people will actually draw the conclusion, and they actually complain about it a little bit, that they'll go, well, it's too much like Spider-Man. But I disagree. Uh, To me, it has its own uniqueness to it. Uh, Yeah, it has an energy of youth to it that Spider-Man does, uh, especially the early years of Spider-Man. And that part is pretty cool. But I really love the play between Bruce Wayne and somebody by the name of Terry McGinnis. And Terry McGinnis becomes the Batman in the future. The young Batman. But you don't know a thing about me. 
helps you? What's to know? You're a punk, a rank amateur, a costumed errand boy taking orders from a senile old man. Still, if it's a woman you're a wanting. Well, it's sort of basically that is kind of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the the premise of Batman. By the way, the young Batman there, or Batman Beyond, the premise of it is uh, talking to the Joker, and it is the Joker, and mm-hmm. we'll get to that shortly here on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Now, a very good friend of mine, a very near and dear friend, somebody I worked with at one time, a long time ago at a uh, radio station in Orlando, Florida, and it's kind of weird because he's from your hometown. That was what the weird part is, mm-hmm. uh, and actually, he went to college in one of the towns before I knew you where I was, uh, you know, working on the air at. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of weird. We were kind of like interconnected. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think even think maybe he went to one of your schools. So, I mean, and you, it's just, you guys were connected but didn't know you were connected. Mm-hmm. And you were connected to me. That's kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. My very good friend, Kelly Beeman, uh, he's a music composer. Very gifted individual, connected to so many people, so many talented individuals. Well, Kelly said to me, he goes, you know, I know you love Batman a lot, and I love listening to the Riley and Kimmy show. Matter of fact, he's been a guest on the Riley and Kimmy show. We've talked about music, movies, all kinds of things, and some projects he was involved in. And he said, I know somebody you need to talk to because he's involved in an upcoming Batman movie. And I said, really? He goes, yeah, it's my friend Nick. And his name's Nick Rogers. And he said Nick and he had worked on a boat together. Yes, they worked on a cruise line together. The love boat. Promises something for everyone. Set a course for adventure. Your mind on a new road path. And love won't hurt anymore. Yeah, I have a feeling Kelly was uh, like Gopher on the love boat, and I think maybe his friend Nick was Doc. Mm. But actually, I I know for a fact that Kelly performed. He was. Uh, you know, he's a musician and stuff like that. And so he entertained guests on the boat. And Nick, being the actor, I'm sure he entertained as well. You know, but anyhow, he connected me to Nick. And Nick is involved in an upcoming project, where it's actually an ongoing project they're trying to get funding on. It's a Batman Beyond project, Batman Beyond live action series. It's a non-for-profit project. And they're trying to get this off the ground. Live action Batman Beyond which to me is just way cool mm-hmm. because Batman Beyond sort of been in suspended animation for a long time since one of the last things was done with the uh, series back in December of 2001. There were supposed to be things that were going to happen. They never did. There was going to be a big studio film at one time. If you dig, you can find that there was references to that. This is before the Christopher Nolan film came to be. And there has been discussion at one time that maybe Kurt Russell would be playing in the older Bruce Wayne, but others have said he was going to be involved in a different Batman project altogether. Regardless, it's long overdue. And if you love Batman, especially Batman Beyond, maybe you're a cosplayer. This is something that you need to help and support. This this will be so beautiful if this happens. And let's let's check in with the assistant director to Batman Beyond, the live action series, and find out more. My name is Dimitri Lucinos. And I'm the assistant director for the upcoming Batman Beyond live-action series. We've started an Indiegogo campaign to raise the funds to create what is a dream project for our writer and director, Nate Lyles. It's a non-profit series for the fans, made by fans, starring fans, and God willing, produced by fans. We're looking to break it down into a several-episode web series. 
The only way to get this series off the ground is by pledging or sharing the information spread across several social media sites and getting the word out about our campaign through Indiegogo. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O. On Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at Batman Beyond the Series. And on Twitter, we can be found by typing Batman Beyond TS. Most importantly, you can find our casting info, links to our campaign on Indiegogo, and more on our website, www.batmanbeyondtheseries.com. We're blessed to have such dedicated people working on this project with us, and we hope to reach our goal so we can bring you the best Batman series possible. We're currently working on villain teaser trailers to get people who aren't necessarily fans of the series on board. More information on that and behind-the-scenes photos can be found on all the social media sites I've provided. By donating to our campaign, you're not only contributing to a project being worked on day and night by a hard-working team of filmmakers, but there are perks as well. We implore you to take advantage of this unique opportunity as there hasn't been a series or film exploring the Batman Beyond universe since 2001. Back in December 2001 was when it uh, concluded Batman Beyond. Now, if you don't know what it is, it's uh, it, well, the, the first wave, let's put it that way, was an American animated television series. It was created as a continuation of the Batman legacy, depicting a teenage Batman in a futuristic Gotham City under the tutelage of an elderly Bruce Wayne. Now, there's a debate on how old he is. Some say 80, some say 90, some say 95, although they did do a future one where he was real, I mean, older than it appeared in 95. Uh, but it's, it's a future, future one, because this is set in the future, but it was beyond that. It was when uh, Terry McGinnis, who is the new Batman, is no longer a teenager. He's an adult. And he is taking care of Bruce Wayne at that time period. But when this series takes place, uh, he, you know, Bruce is still functioning, let's put it that way. And he's very alert, very aware. And something caused him long before to hang up the cowl, hang up the cape. And they actually deal with that in the first episode. Now, they did 52 episodes spanning three seasons and one direct-to-video film. Now, the series was put on hold for the Justice League animated series, despite the network having announced plans for a fourth season. And when this became available on DVD, I instantly got all of them. And I'd already watched them ahead of time. It was one of those I really looked forward to when it was first, you know, first run. And I think it kind of shocked some people because they thought... You know, it was going to be a kiddie kind of cartoon when it was announced, but it actually explores a darker side of many Batman projects, playing on key elements such as emotions, personal relations, fear of the unknown to cyberpunk and sci-fi themed elements such as issues and dilemmas of innovation and technology and also scientific progress and including the psychological elements of the character of Bruce Wayne. It goes into a dark side. And it deals with Batman's former villains. Some make it into the future. Some are spinoffs. It deals with them too. And it deals with how Wayne dealt with them and how he well, educates the kid on how to deal with future villains. So it's fascinating. Matter of fact, some of the villains that are announced in some Arrow slash The Flash current TV shows, they are in this like the royal flush gang they are in batman beyond and they play a big uh, a big issue with it now some people consider it a darker series than most children's programs although bruce tim the producer of it recalls it was conceived as a kid-friendly batman cartoon it, it is but i think it's layered so mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. that they're able to pull off some of this and it's the very first batman series to portray 
the hero as a teenager. Hmm. And one of the things they did uh, towards when the series was coming to an uh, end was actually go right directly to video, um, a, a movie. It was a direct-to-video feature film called Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Mr. J's on the rebound, baby! My comeback party's gonna set the whole town on fire! Yes, and it is worth checking out for multiple reasons. One, it is because of Mark Hamill. Mm -hmm. And number two, it is a darker version of the Joker than the other Batman animated versions with the Joker. This Mm -hmm. one shows what actually happened between the Batman and the Joker, how it comes to an end, that animated series. There is a death involved, which affects Batman. It is a change from the death in the family that was done back in the 80s. They adjust it for the animated series, but it's still very powerful. Matter of fact, the original release was censored for elements of violence and death, though a second uncensored version was later released, which we do have in our Bat Collection. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, if you're going to Retro-Rama in Jacksonville or any collectible show, this is something to look for. I'm going to be looking for this. Back in 2000, Burger King had Batman Beyond toys in their kids' meals. I'd love to find that. Matter of fact, it's one of my favorite characters to see people cosplay as. Now, I cosplay as the Batman, but not that Batman. I love that bat suit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of my favorites. And I, you know what? I don't have a single friend who cosplays as Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just, it's, it's a wicked suit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, Batman Beyond, something to check out. And you might say, hey, wait a minute. I'm, you know, I really... I'm interested in Batman taking on Superman. Well, way back in 2000, they did that. Bruce mm-hmm. Tim did that. It is probably my favorite episode or actually two-part episode of the entire Batman Beyond series because Batman and Superman, the young Bat and the original Batman and Superman are all together and the Justice League. And it's called The Call, part one and part two, It's from November 2000. Now, it's actually episodes 10 and 11, if you're looking on the disc or to get the disc, of season three. Good to see you, Bruce. It's been a while. You seem to be holding up pretty well. I could use some of that Kryptonian DNA. You'll outlive us all, Bruce. You're too stubborn to die. Now, Superman, of course, is big in that episode. He uh, drafts Batman, the young Batman, into the Justice League when he suspects there is a traitor among them now despite bruce's warnings not to join the justice league he is not a keen fan of the justice league terry goes against it and soon discovers a conspiracy against the league now why it's really cool about this is to get to the bottom of the problem facing the justice league batman must face off against his own teammates including superman Mm. superman and he go at it so you're going to get like a hey maybe a a pre to the Zack snyder thing Mm mm-hmm you're going to see Superman and Batman battle mm-hmm. and with the old bat helping out in a way. Now, the young bat must seek the help of Bruce Wayne, who knew of an old enemy of theirs, the Justice Leagues. And who's pulling the strings that you will see is Starro. And you're going to say, Starro? Who the hell is Starro? Do you remember who Starro is? No. Starro is, ver- is that star creature that's in the very first Justice League cover. And was the, their first thing that well, actually formed the Justice League to fight uh, together uh, was to take on Starro. And Starro is also referred to in uh, Darwin Cook's 
uh, world where he talks about how the Justice League comes to be. Fantastic work by Darwin Cook. And there is technically Starro in The Watchmen, the original mm. thing that they changed for the movie. Mm-hmm. So Starro's played a big part, and he's in that animated film mm. or animated cartoon. So it's worth checking out. That's Batman Beyond. So, you know, find out about this. It's full. It's got a rich history. And it's also went into the comic books, too. Batman Beyond did. They they had series and limited runs and also in other, you know, DC uh, storylines they bring in Batman Beyond. I highly recommend it. It'll be fun. And it's your opportunity here to actually help a group of very talented individuals like Nick, like the assistant director you just heard there. Make a dream come true, and it'll be fun for everyone. And you know, one of the things is, no, it's not for profit. So you know, you know, your money is going to help with something that you know they're not going to be making a ton of money off of. Mm-hmm. That's not their goal. Their goal is just they have passion for this. They they love the character. They love to perform. There's all different creative elements that are involved with this, from writing, from editing to music to you know, you just name it. Costume. I mean, think about the, man. I would just love to hang out with a costumer. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun designing those costumes and a special effects person the sound effects people oh wow it can be just a thrill now if you like all those type of things or any just element of it and you just want to help out a good cause go right to our website at rileyandkimmy.com from there you can find out more information about batman beyond live action series and by the way once again non-for-profit and you can help out time is of the essence because they are running out of time now kimmy if you could be any character in the batman mythos I'm going to even say the old ones because you don't know all of them from the new one because unfortunately, Kimmy has not watched all of Batman Beyond. I have multiple times, but she's seen some of them. What character would you like to play either from the older Batman? Now, we know you cosplay as Catwoman, mm-hmm. but what is there anyone that you would like to, if you were going to be in this Batman Beyond live action series and maybe they did flashbacks or stuff, is there any character you would say, hey, I'd kind of like to do? Wow. I don't know. I Villain? Or, or either one. I don't care. Villain or... Maybe here. Harley. I don't know. Ooh, now Harley does play a part in Batman Beyond. You know why? Why? Because, well, Harley is referred to, especially in the Joker movie we were talking about, she plays a big part in that, but her granddaughters are villains mm. in Batman Beyond, and they are psychotic. And Harley is still around, but she is up there in years, and she's nuts. Mm. But they are crazier than she is. Mm. So, okay. Yeah, I can see. I can, you know, I can kind of see you as a Harley, but you're more of the Harley from the uh, Arkham Asylum video game world, mm. not the Bruce Tim world. Yeah, that Arkham Asylum one. I would not want to meet her. No, <laughs> I mean, I like. Hey, she, you know, you might. Is she? Oh, she'd hit you upside the head with that hammer. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. I was just kind of curious who you would you would choose. So yeah. I, there, there you go. We know a little bit now about Kimmy's mindset. She's actually a villain. She knows she had an opportunity to choose hero or villain. She chose villain. Hmm. See, Catwoman before, you could be either way because, you know, she's an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but you chose the actual, you know, bad girl. They're fun to play. Yes, they are. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I don't cosplay as the bad girls. Mm-hmm. I don't even cosplay as the bad guys. Nope. Although there is one character I do cosplay as that is perceived to be bad, but he's actually good pretending to be bad. Yeah. Yes. You know who that is. You're his sidekick from time to time. It's a Green Hornet. Oh. Remember, because the Green Hornet, society thinks he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But he's actually a good guy. And, and by the way, ties into Batman here, because in the Batman TV series with Adam West, Batman went after Green Hornet because he thought the Green Hornet was a bad guy. Well, and Tony Stark is kind of a bad boy in a way. Well, yes, and I do cosplay as 
Mr. Stark from time to time. Yep. And might be in the very near future. Mm-hmm. Someplace I've been invited to. More details about that coming up on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Please tell your friends about us. We're the place that is nonstop talk about geek stuff, freak stuff, nerd stuff, all elements of pop culture. And by the way, our website is updated around the clock. Things that don't make this, uh, you know, the, the podcast are on the website. Nerd information, things like that. So be sure to bookmark it and share it with your friends. That's RileyandKimmy.com. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy show at RileyandKimmy.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.